Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. We got big news about the offshore wind industry this week, and Democrats, along with President Joe Biden, can't be too happy. Orsted, a Danish company that had major plans to build offshore wind farms along the East Coast, is stopping development on two of its largest projects in New Jersey. It's a big deal because these two projects were supposed to help the president and the governor of New Jersey reach their lofty offshore wind energy goals. And they were supposed to really help make New Jersey one of the clean energy leaders across the country. That's Politico's Rye Rivard, who's been tracking Orsted's New Jersey projects. And today, we chat with him about why the company pulled out and how it impacts the offshore wind industry and Democrats' climate ambitions. It's Thursday, November 2nd. So Orsted, which is one of the largest energy companies that's been trying to build offshore wind projects on the East Coast, is pulling out of two projects that it had promised to do in New Jersey. It's citing inflation, macroeconomic pressures, including supply chain issues, as a reason that this project doesn't make sense. It's also cited other logistical issues, including, you know, a permit issue that it's having. And, you know, it really just said it couldn't get these projects done for the price that it agreed to do them for. And they're gone. So how does this news about Orsted impact or highlight the state of the offshore wind industry right now? Does it say anything at all? Yeah, so it says a couple of things. There's been a lot of concern among this sort of first and second generation of offshore wind projects that were approved along the Atlantic seaboard, that they were approved at a time before current inflation, before current supply chain issues had really affected the value proposition for the companies and the bottom line for the companies that were trying to build them. So in that way, it says that projects can can die and be killed and that, you know, even these things that politicians and environmentalists and labor unions had invested a lot of time and hope in can go away literally overnight. This was announced on Tuesday night and, you know, the projects are functionally gone after years of planning and conversation and hype and press releases and cheerleading. But on the other hand, it may not say a whole lot if other states pick up the ball. There was a major project that advanced in Virginia Orsted is also continuing to explore projects in New York and Maryland and is, you know, even under construction in New York on one project. So it's a mixed bag, but it's not a great bag. Got it. Okay. And Orsted's decision also has a big political impact on Democrats in New Jersey, as well as President Joe Biden's clean energy goals. So could we start with New Jersey? How does this impact Governor Phil Murphy and New Jersey Democrats? So just a couple of months ago, at the end of the legislative session, before they went into recess, Democrats took a you know a fairly close and controversial vote to allow Orsted to keep tax incentives, federal tax incentives, that would have otherwise gone back to state ratepayers if this project had been built. And this was to help Orsted, you know, increase the bottom line of this project and hopefully in these Democrats' eyes build it. And they've gotten a lot of heat for this vote from Republicans, from coastal residents who are opposed to offshore wind. And, you know, this is right before an election, which is now less than a week away, where all 120 New Jersey legislators are on the ballot and Republicans are, re, you know, hoping to retake 
on the Assembly and the State Senate. And it was a controversial vote for a project that's now gone. And so Democrats are sort of left looking sort of silly in Republicans' eyes. And how is Orsted's decision a setback for President Joe Biden's clean energy agenda? So the president also has ambitious offshore wind energy goals that are part of his sort of climate change fighting plans. And, you know, it was going to be tight to meet his goals. And, you know, having two major projects, which are among the largest in the country, off the table really hurts the the outlook for hitting, you know, kind of ambitious national targets for clean energy. And so, you know, this doesn't mean that the president's goals aren't achievable, but it's much harder today than it was, say, a week ago to meet them. Also, the Treasury Department's Federal Insurance Office is moving ahead with a revised proposal to collect data from property insurers on climate risks. That's what the office announced on Wednesday, and the first-of-its-kind data call is part of the Biden administration's broader efforts to address climate-related financial risks. The proposal would compel insurance providers that write at least 1% of the U.S. homeowners' insurance market to turn over new zip code-level data about policies, premiums, claims, and losses between 2017 to 2022. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.